You're now locked into another episode of Arrows to the Heart. The podcast that will either fix your relationship or end it. Please welcome the man behind it, your host, Arrows Miranda. Hello and welcome to another episode of Arrows to the Heart. I really appreciate you being here. And today we're going to have a short episode, but a very important episode. We're going to be discussing unhealthy traits in a relationship. And I'm not just talking about the main ones. I'm not talking about infidelity. I'm not talking about those emotional or physical affairs. I'm not talking about verbal abuse, physical abuse, financial abuse, emotional abuse. No we're going to be discussing those subtle, unhealthy characteristics that can push you away in a relationship. So we're going to discuss that, and we're going to discuss how to deal with that. But before doing so, I want to ask, what's a healthy relationship? Is a healthy relationship perfect? No, it's not. Is a healthy relationship one where there will be no arguments? No, it's not, because a healthy relationship will still have ups and downs. It won't be perfect, and a healthy relationship will have arguments. But when you do have those arguments, you'll be focused on finding a compromise, on finding those mutually agreeable solutions, instead of just trying to win the argument. A healthy relationship is when you make time for each other, when you support each other, when you take an interest in their interest, when you... Let those differences bring you closer together instead of tearing you apart. In a healthy relationship, you're envisioning a future together, but you're also working towards that future together. You're celebrating each other's accomplishments. So that's just a brief idea of a healthy relationship. You're communicating through the issues. You're being there for each other. Even when it's hard, even when it's difficult, you're still each other's partners. So is it perfect? No. It's not perfect, but you're still there for each other. You're still trying to have a healthy relationship. And that's the important thing because we often think that, yes, we're boyfriend and girlfriend, husband and wife, best friends, whatever it may be, but we're also partners and we can't forget that. Okay, so that's just the brief idea of what a healthy relationship is. The thing is that those healthy relationships, they can be ruined by the little things. Like I said, this isn't about infidelity. This isn't about abuse. Those are obvious. Those are things that will definitely, definitely hurt a relationship and make it unhealthy. But what can push you away? What are some subtle things that can ruin a healthy relationship? Okay, I'll list them out. Because like I said, this will be a quick episode, but very important. Treating your partner like an option, but expecting them to prioritize you. You can't treat them like an option and take them for granted and then expect them to always be there, to always put you on a pedestal. And they might still do that because they love you, but that's not a healthy relationship. That's a one-sided relationship and you don't want that. I'm not saying that you can't have other priorities, but make sure you're also prioritizing your partner and your relationship. Don't treat them like an option. Number two, don't keep avoiding the difficult conversations. And I want to say, this doesn't mean that if you're having a difficult conversation, you need to take a few minutes and walk away to collect yourselves individually before you do so collectively. That's completely fine. What I'm I'm referring to is when you walk away purposely to 
completely avoid talking about the problem, to completely avoid those issues, when you walk away just to control the narrative because you don't want to be blamed. That's what I mean. Don't avoid those difficult conversations. Have them. Create a healthy environment and have those conversations. The more you learn how to deal and communicate about those issues, the more the relationship will grow. So keep that in mind. Don't avoid the difficult conversations. Number three, and I do love this one, don't say I love you and then act like you don't. It's simple. Actions are more important than words. Yes, you can say I love you, that's completely fine, but what if you don't follow through with actions? That's going to push your partner away. If you're going to say I love you, if you're going to be committed, don't just string them along. Show them that you love them. Make sure your actions match your words. Number four, stop blaming your partner instead of taking responsibility. Don't shift the blame to them. I know we all get defensive sometimes, but it's time to be accountable. Take that responsibility, deal with it, grow from it. Don't simply shift the blame and play the victim. Number five, if your relationship is going through a trial, a hard time, don't just stand by and watch as your partner fights for it alone. Ask them what you can do. Help them out. Be the hand that lifts them up during that difficult time. Don't watch them try to fix their relationship alone. It takes both of you. The next one. Don't stop dating now that you have them. And this is very common. I know we refer to it as the honeymoon phase. Don't get too comfortable. Don't take them for granted. Keep dating them. I'm not just talking about extravagant dates. You don't have to do that every single day, every single weekend. But be there for them. Compliment them. Treat them nicely. Take initiative. Don't stop trying now that you have them. And number, I don't know what number we're on. I think it's seven. But the last one, don't make them feel alone when they need you most. Look, relationships, like I said, they have ups and downs and we all deal with personal things as well. But that's why you're partners. So don't make them feel alone when they need you most. Recognize when they need you. Hear them out. Listen to them. And be there for them. Because if you don't, you're going to push them away. Those are all subtle things that can push your partner away. But okay, let's say that you recognized a few of those things. Let's say that you heard those things and you were like, okay, my partner has done a few of those things to me. What can I do? What should I do? And I'm going to give you that answer right now. If you recognized a few of those subtle behaviors, if they treated you like an option, if they avoided the difficult conversations, if they made you feel alone, if they're not trying anymore, any of those, any of the ones I mentioned before, any of those seven, something I want you to do is set healthy boundaries. Bring it up and set healthy boundaries. A lot of us think that setting healthy boundaries is about pushing our partner away, about being very demanding, but it's not. Healthy boundaries are literally about telling them what do we expect, our needs, our limits, and that's completely okay. That's going to help your relationship. If you feel like you're constantly having to fix their mistakes or address their negative behavior, when you feel like you're much more invested in the relationship than they are, don't be scared in setting a healthy boundary. 
I promise that it's not going to hurt your relationship. And I know the common question is, how do I even do that? How do I set a healthy boundary? Well, the first thing you have to do is, is identify which boundary you want to set. Once you figure that out, make sure you create a safe and respectful environment. Any conversation like that can come off as confrontational. So make sure you're using I statements. I statements will basically make the conversation be about how you're feeling instead of just attacking them and attacking or criticizing their actions. So use those I statements. The third step is to include consequences. A lot of the time, we set those healthy boundaries, but then they cross those boundaries and, okay, we give them another chance and we give them another chance. That's why we need to set consequences. We need to say, I'm not okay with this. This is my boundary. And if you continue to cross that boundary, I'm not going to be able to rebuild the trust. I'm not going to be able to keep going with this relationship. Let them know, I'm not okay with this. This is my limit. This is my expectation. And if it's not respected... I can keep going with the relationship. I know it sounds harsh, it sounds aggressive, but it's not. You're just setting healthy boundaries. Like I said, you're doing this in a very healthy and safe environment. You're just telling them how you feel. You're you're using I statement, so it's going to be okay. And lastly, make sure you're also respecting their boundaries. We can't just say, I expect this, I need this, I feel like this, and look, it's okay if you're setting those boundaries, but you can't just keep setting boundaries and ignoring theirs and pretending like it's not reciprocal. In fact, when you set your boundaries, ask them, hey, what are your expectations? What are your needs? What are your boundaries? Because I want to grow together. I want to respect you. I want to be there for you. I want to make sure that we're both on the same page. So respect their boundaries as well. Okay, but here's the thing. What happens if you set those boundaries, if you've had those conversations and they keep crossing those boundaries and you have to move on? The question is, what do you do after you leave an unhealthy relationship, after you have no choice but to leave and you're still hurting, you're still missing them? I'm going to give you five steps, five pieces of advice. The first one is do no contact. I'm not saying close that door completely, never talk to them again. But right now, you need to prioritize yourself. You need to put yourself first and you need to prioritize the healing process. If you're talking to them, you're not going to be able to do that. And here's the thing. No contact also means don't stalk their social media. Don't ask their friends how they're doing. Just focus on yourself at least for a little bit. Take some time to grow from the breakup. Take some time to learn from it, to recognize those red flags. Do no contact. Step number two. Write down the bad. We tend to romanticize relationships. We tend to remember all the good things. We tend to blame ourselves. So write down the bad. Write down why it didn't work out. And whenever you get an urge to text them, to call them, whenever you start blaming yourself, read those bad things. Remind yourself that it wasn't all your fault. That there were certain aspects that made this relationship not be the right relationship for you. For you. It sounds counterproductive, but write down the bad. Don't just focus on the good. Number three, lean on your support system. So many people are going through this, and it doesn't diminish what you're feeling, but it means that you don't have to do this alone. Lean on your support system. Lean lean on your family. Lean on your friends. If you don't have anyone, you can always reach out to me. Send me a message, an email, whatever you want, but lean on your support system. Don't go through this alone if you don't want to. 
Number four, don't rush into other relationships or don't rush the healing process. Yes, you can meet other people, you can talk to other people, but make sure you're taking the time to really, like I said before, to prioritize yourself, to heal, to rediscover yourself. So don't rush into anything. Trust me, it's not going to take the pain away. It'll just be a distraction. And number five, stay busy doing the things that feel good to you. When we break up with someone, we tend to we tend to have a lot of idle time and we tend to fill that idle time with thoughts of our ex, with thoughts of our past relationships. So let's stay active. Let's stay busy and let's do the things that feel good. If you want to work out, work out. If you want to take a cooking class, take a cooking class. If you want to hang out with with your friends, hang out with your friends. If you want to go dancing, go dancing. But stay busy doing the things that feel good to you, right? Because honestly, it's time to pick up the pieces of you that you lost along the way. It's time to start rediscovering the amazing person that you were before that unhealthy relationship, before your ex. You got this. You can do this. You're incredible. That hasn't changed. So in this podcast, we talked about what a healthy relationship looks like briefly. We talked about subtle things that can push your partner away. We talked about setting healthy boundaries if you notice any of those things happening. And we talked about what to do after you leave an unhealthy relationship, how to cope with that. I truly hope it helped and you know that I'm always, always, always here for you. I love you guys and I can't wait for the next episode. Thank you for joining me and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Show some love, leave a review and subscribe for future episodes. This was Arrows to the Heart.